Vampires Haunted Houses Brains Floating Bloated Corpses We are the Broads in the Belfry Oh god, he is such a generic bad guy, you know. When he was doing the slow clap. When he's doing the slow <laughs> clap because he lost. It reminds me like... of that Rick and Morty bit, the slow clap. Really? Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> but I mean, we also gotta remember that this movie's old. Maybe he invented the slow clap. <laughs> but I doubt it. It's mine. <laughs> I, I doubt it. Um... Hello, listeners. It is I, Spooky Mal. And me, Bored Lizzie. And welcome to an ep- another episode of Broads in the Belfry. Yeah. Sorry it's been a while. Um, There's been a lot of real life happening, and it's been getting in the way of things. I don't want to get into details, um, but just know that we are back, and we are broads. We are still broads. Yeah, and th- that, <laughs> that part hasn't changed. Nope. <laughs> um, and we got a great show for you today. Oh my god, yeah. It's so, it feels so good to just be sitting with you recording again. I know. It's such a happy feeling. Oh my god, it's miss- a good feeling. <laughs> I've missed recording so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. And because it's been so long, we actually have a lot of crap to talk about. Yeah, we need to get caught up. So much has happened in, in the world and in life. Um, so before we jump into JTHM Book 4, which we will do, um, we want to talk about some shows that are coming up. Maybe some things we've seen recently, and just just do a little chit chat. Isn't it book three? It's book three. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, we're. Gonna I ju- am numerically challenged. I'm we're sorry. jumping into book three. Don't worry, we're not skipping a whole chapter. <laughs> three, three, three. Okay. Do 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 three do 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 that was some dubstep. You're welcome. <laughs> Speaking of music, I just want you to know that I am not allowed to sing See the Light by Ghost, because it's driving Betsy nuts. <laughs> of all the Ghost songs, you have to have the crappiest one for the latest album stuck in your head. I know. Just think about that radio song that Rammstein made instead. Think oh my gosh. That hey, that's something new that happened. Oh my god. Rammstein released a new single, Radio. It's fucking good. It is really good, and it's not in English. It's in German, which is... Thank fucking God. Yeah, I don't know if any of you listen to, like, Serge, uh, not Serge Tonkin, Serge Tonkin. How dare you? Serge Tonkin's solo album was amazing. Till Len, Lindman? Till Lindeman. Yeah, Till Lindeman's solo album was awful. It's like a 12-year-old wrote the lyrics, and I'm not talking about, like, bad English or anything. I'm talking about, like... I like to fuck <laughs> boobs, but it is very that it it was so bad that a spooky male here had to share it with me just for the lols, and we were driving around listening to like the dumbest songs ever made. I do feel bad it's though. Worth it for a laugh, I would say. I do feel bad though because I know how much you love Rammstein, and I I could see that like your heart was a little broken by that terrible, terrible yeah. album. I mean. Let Teal Lindemann sing. Let him sing all of the songs. Do not let him write them. Just don't do it. No, no. That's how you get, don't like, do it. boobies. Or and... just don't let him write them in English, I should say. I should clarify. Because he's written some good songs in his Muslim tongue. Yeah, and they're not all about boobs. And, yeah. And booties. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we should... Um, Talk about some shows that are coming up that yes. we're excited about. Yeah. Yes. You were telling me about Agretzko, right? When is yeah. that coming out? Um, that's actually coming out on my birthday weekend, June fifteenth. Oh shit, that's really soon. Yeah, so I'm excited. Actually, it might be coming out like right around there. It's coming around around mid June. So I was really happy to see that that was coming out so uh, so yeah, soon. Yeah, we have been in like a drought when it comes to cartoons. I feel like nothing good has been out lately, currently. Recently. No, no. But we are entering into a season of potentially really good animation, uh, like animated shows coming back. Yeah, yeah. Archer's um, coming back, right? Archer is coming back. Yes. Also, Rick and Morty's going to come back. Yes. In, in the fall, I think. Yeah, I think it was September. Yes. Finally, Jesus. Um, 
But yeah, about Archer, how, did you watch the trailer for it? Yeah, and it's like Archer 1999, and it looks... Yeah. What do you think? What are your impressions? I, I'm kind of curious, because like from what I saw, it kind of looks like... Like when you watched Escape from New York, and you found out that it <laughs> takes place in the grand old year of 1997... You know, <laughs> so it's, like, recent future, and I feel like maybe that's what's going on with Archer. It kind of has that feel to some degree. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, the the trailer had me. I was like, yay, cool, Archer's coming back. This looks, like, fun. And then I saw what they did to Pam. I'm sad. Oh, I didn't, I, I don't remember what it was. I'm sad. The, she doesn't look like Pam. She looks like the fucking uh, monster from the Fantastic Four the thing oh she looks just like a rock monster person and it's that's so sad to me like where's our big beautiful pam rock monster rock monster well i guess that had to happen and now that it has happened i don't want i don't big beautiful pam what the hell i love her i know and it's just like it's so sad why did they do that why? Well, maybe maybe she'll be normal part of the time, and then like she gets mutated or something. I'm not sure. <sighs> I'm not here for it. Uh, I honestly like I love Pam so much. I I might skip the season because I didn't watch uh, the Hollywood Land right Archer Vice or the one after that one. The one where it was like Dream old... Dreamland. Dreamland. That's what it he is. was like in a coma and dreaming about. Oh, that's what how happened. They were in, uh... I don't think I saw Vice either, but that that could be fun. Vice was kind of fun. Um, again, it's like Pam suffers because they made her thin for a while because she was all coked out. Well, yeah, she still had that really sweet rack though. <laughs> God bless Pam's rack. Yes. <laughs> Um, and she still had that sick tattoo on her back, so I mean, I'm not for it. <laughs> what is that tattoo? What's on? What is it? Oh, it's like I don't know. I you don't know, know, I can't remember, but I remember that I really liked it when I read it. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember it being vaguely inspiring and weird. Yes, whatever. <laughs> Maybe a little bit gangster. I I don't know. <laughs> Pam's great. She will throw a bitch down. <laughs> All right, so I guess. We can move into news that is more related to Joan and Vasquez, right? Oh, before we do that, oh, though. what, what? I'm missing something. Because I think in a previous episode, or oh, maybe I haven't mentioned it. Ooh, anyway, well, it's worth mentioning now. Yeah, um, talk the, to me. For the last year, on and off, I, I, uh, I, big emphasis on on and off, because it did not take me a year to do this. But I have finally beaten Bloodborne. Yay! And it, it was it was pretty damn glorious. Like I'm not gonna lie. Okay, could you describe the glory? Like how? What did that feel like? Well, okay. So the glory actually came didn't come from like the actual ending of the game or anything. Mm -hmm. It came from when I beat it. And I'm just jumping up and down, and I'm screaming, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, motherfucker, whoa, you know, I was going I wish, crazy. I wish I could have been there for that moment to, oh witness, my God. to witness your joy, because... I was just jumping around screaming, I was so fucking happy I finally beat this game. Honestly, if it had taken you a year, I wouldn't hold it against you, because that is a hard-ass game to play. It's very difficult. It is, but it's, like, yeah, no, um, once I started over it only took me you know playing on and off right because a couple months you built a different kind of character right? yeah i didn't like my first character she was built with a for blades of mercy and then i didn't really i mean i enjoyed it but then i discovered the boom hammer boom hammer the boom hammer that sounds hot it's really <laughs> fucking cool like and i figured out how to get it early on in the game even though it's part of the expansion pack and Alright. Yeah, it was, oh my god, that was so much fun, just slamming everything with this giant fire hammer. That sounds satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it was really <laughs> fucking satisfying. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I mean, I supposedly got the the true ending of the game, mm -hmm. and I guess it was satisfying, but it's really weird. Like, I never experienced this with a game before, where... The endings, like, none of the endings are, because I looked up the other two after I beat it, none of the endings are necessarily good, mm -hmm. but 
but none of them are necessarily bad. They just kind of are. Yeah. Which I find really fucking interesting, because I was thinking about it for a while. I'm like, well, was this a good ending or a bad ending? What does this mean for humanity? <laughs> you know, what does this mean for the world? Shit got deep. <laughs> yeah, it got really deep. <laughs> and you realize that, like, the endings really only pertain to your character. Like, there's one ending where, I mean, it's not a spoiler at this point, because this game's fucking old by this point. Yes. Um, there's one ending where you just wake up from the dream, and you walk, and you leave the world. That's the one I've seen. I don't, I don't game, I'm not a gamer, but, um, I have watched people play through it, and that's the only ending I've ever seen. Oh! How, oh was yours different? What? Really? That's the yeah. only? Because that means that they just let the, the first hunter kill them. And they didn't even fight him. So that's oh, like, that, that's like, that, that's bullshit. That's a bullshit way to fucking end your game, not even fighting it, just leaving the world. <laughs> oh, okay. Because basically he kills you in the hunter's dream, and then you wake up in the real world, and then you just walk away. But huh. I feel like I watched some shady editing. I feel manipulated. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, there is the other ending where you do fight him, and then... Wait a minute. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, because the, 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 the doll's looking at your grave, and then, like, you wake up in the real world. That's right. And then the other ending is that you kill the the first hunter, mm -hmm. Garman or something like Yeah, Garman, I think. Um, and then you, um, because you killed him, like, this, this moon entity comes down, and yes. he makes you the new Garman. Oh. And so the doll's pushing you in a wheelchair. Right. And she's like, oh, the hunt is going to begin again, you know? Now, the ending huh. I got was if because I ate the three parts of the umbilical cord. Yeah. And so when the moon entity came down, I actually had to fight it because it couldn't control me because I ate the umbilical cords. And, like, people argue that it means because, you know, you beat all these monsters and you became so insightful that you... The, the moon entity couldn't even deal with you. Huh. And okay. so you have to fight that, and then it's a really easy fight, and then after that, you, um, the doll just, like, walks by and sees this little slug thing oh, on the ground. I remember the ending was a slug. Yeah, and she picks it up, and she's like, oh, are okay. you cold? And she's like, oh, good <laughs> And it turns out you become, like, a baby elder god, and it's That's, like... Okay, I've seen that ending, too. I wa It's been a long time since I watched through the whole thing. But, it's but like... I, I also saw the baby slug ending. Because I remember her holding the slug. It's so fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's and, so then it's bizarre. Like, and then it says that, like, you know, you, you, um, you've taken humanity to a new childhood. And it's like, so what, everything's just gonna, because history repeats itself, is, are things gonna go, just kind of play in a loop? Is this Doesn't a good that thing? that mean that, like, the Elder Gods have won? Well, yeah, but what does that mean? Like, what does it mean? Oh, well, <laughs> traditionally, Lovecraftian lore means that humans are just the tools of the Elder Gods. So they're oh, just going to use us for whatever re means they want to, whether it's manual labor or just breeding stock or... Yeah, and that's... that was To eat or whatever. And that's what's true with Bloodborne, because in Bloodborne, the Elder Gods couldn't breed with the, each other. They had to breed through ladies, which is why, like, that one um, harlot character, like... Oh, right. Had a little baby. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my god. And so it's like, okay, so the first ending, you leave. Okay, you leave, but where are you going? Everybody's fucking dead. You know? <laughs> right. And it's like, so, I mean, the whole story is, like, you had a... You you were sick, and your whole town was sick with this plague. You went to the Bloodborne area to get the blood, um, to get healed with the blood they had there, and then you became a hunter because of it. And so your people are dead. The Bloodborne people are all dead. <laughs> the people in all in Yarnum are all dead. And they're then all dead. Everybody's dead, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the second ending, it's like, okay, you become the new um, Garnum, and it's like, okay, well, that could be good if that's what you want. You get to hang out with the doll, and you kind of live in this dream. Yeah, like, how could there be a good ending in this world, though? It's like... Right, and it's like, where are they getting new hunters? How could there be another hunt if everybody's fucking dead? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now you're a baby god. Maybe you didn't want to, like, leave your human form, <laughs> you know? And now, who knows what that fucking means? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? I mean... <laughs> It just is, and it's like, it's all on your perspective. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe you do just want to go home, so you get the go home ending, or you you do want to become I, the next I, yeah, hunter. Yeah, I feel like that's very in keeping with those style of games from Dark Souls. Yes, through Bloodborne, it's like there's no there's multiple ways to interpret what goes on. They're not gonna like give you too much story, but they're gonna give you just enough that you can think about it and kind of try to figure it out on your own. Yes. I think that's cool. I do, too. I think it's really interesting. It's like, it's kind of nice. It's like, oh, you saved the day. Everybody saved. It's like, no, you didn't save shit. Everybody's dead. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But anyway, yes, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to play online yet, but... Oh, yeah, you could battle people. Yeah, yeah, that might be fun, especially with my boom hammer. It's just so fun. Boom hammer. Dude, it's fucking (laughs) sick, dude. I love that shit. That sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully Tuesday, I'm on Lord Gwyn and Dark Souls One because oh, I went back and played that. Really? So yeah, now you're back to Dark Souls. I would. So watch, once I beat him, I wish I could just watch you play that because that game is so pretty. And oh, it's pretty. It is fun. But anyway, yeah, games and stuff. <laughs> well, awesome. I'm proud for you. That's a hell of an accomplishment. I mean, yeah. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about, um, in Jonan Vasquez news, Yes, that, um, I don't know if you all have been on the social medias of Jonan's and seen the promotional poster they released <gasps> that, um, the Invader Zim movie is going to be released on Netflix. Yes. And you know what else is going to be released? What? The Rocco's Modern Life movie. What? They're making a Rocco's Modern Life movie, and they're going to release that on Netflix, too. Oh, my God. I know. I'm excited. Mrs. Peekhead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. (laughs) Oh, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's so cool. I feel like we're entering into a, a... Like a... Not maybe not a golden age, but a better age of, of animated media coming up. But yeah, the Invaders in movie, Enter the Florpus. That sounds so gross. <laughs> I don't know what a florpus is, but I, I highly anticipate it its sounds, entrance. The florpus reminds me of what the plumbus. Oh yeah. Ugh. Every home has a plumbus. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's it's just gross. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, I do, but still it's but, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm happy for the Florpus to enter. <laughs> ew! ew. <laughs> I'm happy for it. Oh yeah, and the promotional poster is just like a shitty napkin drawing. It's all very trolly and fun. So yeah, look at Jonan's Instagram and Twitter to see further announcements about that. When is the movie coming out? Uh, the summer. This summer. Yes, it'll be a summer of old school cartoons. Although I don't really consider. I know Zim's old school, but it is. it's like, it, it doesn't feel old that school to me. That shit is vintage now. But, like, we were in college when the he Children came don't even know. <laughs> I know, you know how many, like, when, when you were talking about, like, when you were looking up Amazon earlier, and you were looking up the number, because you wanted to see the number of pages in the graphic novel? Yeah. Well, I, I saw one of the reviews, and the guy's like, okay, I know this is redundant, but I was introduced to Johnny the Homicidal Maniac through Invader Zim as a kid. And I'm like... What? <laughs> because I I heard about it like word of mouth. That's ass backwards, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Like, the way I heard about it when it came out is like you know I heard kids in high school talking about it. They're like, oh my god, have you read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac? It's so cute. And it's like, oh shit. And then I watched Invaders in because I read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, not the other way around. That's just so weird. <laughs> yeah, for me it was like a combination of things. I heard about Jonan's work before I ever heard of Invader Zim, but I didn't really know what it was or that I would like it. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until years later, like, I so I actually did watch Zim before I read Johnny. Oh, wow. Yes. Jeez, that's so weird. Yeah. And it took me a long-ass time to watch Zim because I never had cable or anything, so I didn't have the Nickelodeon channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, didn't, did you get the box? Oh, sorry, I got a burp. <clears throat> Ew! Sorry! You can smell that through the microphone. I tried to, like, face away from the microphone, and I don't want to make the microphone smelly. It's gross. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. But yeah, didn't you have the box set where it's like, it looked like the house, and then you opened up the top, and there's a little gur in there? I 
Somebody did. It I don't been... think. I don't think I had. No, because what I did, I wasn't that rich because I was in college. Yeah, <laughs> I was broke ass, so I was yep. buying the single DVDs um, as they came out. But I remember watching the DVDs in college and like listening to all the commentary from um, Jonan and everybody. Oh my god, else. that shit was so funny. With, with oh my, my headphones, and I, it saved me from having to listen to my obnoxious roommates make noise. So yeah. My favorite... Thank you, Jordan. Oh, my God. My favorite <laughs> commentary is the one about the Keef episode. Yes! <laughs> the puppet master. Yeah. the puppet master. <laughs> that noise he makes when he's stirring the batter or whatever. Yeah. I... <laughs> you don't like waffles? <laughs> oh, God. Fucking Keef, man. You know, there was this really interesting... Um, Nickelodeon was doing this really interesting uh, poll about Invader Zim, and they're like, who's the better friend, Gurr or Keith? Oh, God, and I the saw consen- that. Yeah, and the consensus was that it was Keith, because Gurr, he just kind of does what Zim tells him, but it's oh, like... Oh, Gurr doesn't give a shit about anybody. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about anybody. He just He's wants... not a taco. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that, nothing to add to that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> or food in general, really, but... <laughs> He doesn't care about shit. No. <laughs> but Keith actually really liked Zoom. In a creepy stalkery way, yes. Ugh. Yes, he did. Which, that, that's, that's a character type that pops up every so often in Jonan's Oh my stuff. gosh, yes, there's always a little... We're gonna see that come around in Johnny eventually. Not yet, but eventually. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> shit, I forgot about... I forgot. <laughs> forget that fucking guy Ugh. we'll talk about him later so gross you're gonna have to listen to it later <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, i i guess we'll move on to talking about invaders in, or oh shit oh my do God. you have your reading glasses i forgot my damn okay i'm gonna go get my reading glasses and then we're gonna start talking about johnny the it's Host not a maniac. johnny episode until she puts on her reading glasses i'm sorry i'm gonna go get my reading glasses and we will be right back i'm just sit, gonna sit here and wait for the library to open oh my god <laughs> speaking of which just real quick there is a lot of drama on the internet lately Oh, in, I'm just gonna say in the makeup community, in the online gaming community, uh, or specifically the Let's Play communities, there is a lot of drama going on. And I mean, yes, it it is it's interesting. It's also sad and it's confusing. But just try to zone out and focus on something that's actually important. <laughs> <laughs> It's like... Yeah, yeah, like talking about a graphic novel from the 90s. Yes, exactly. Like listening to our podcast, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, there will be controversy for you this episode. Oh, Lord. But not drama, just opinions. No, no, no not drama. Like, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go get those glasses. Welcome back, everybody. It's me, Professor Mel, yet again. I was absent last time. Can I get the notes? Well, tr- to be honest, I was absent too in my brain, so um. there are no notes. <laughs> oh. I had checked out. It was Friday, and I had checked out for the weekend already. Because <laughs> your teacher is tired. <laughs> uh, sorry, I gotta change. I gotta turn shit. Okay, so... We start with, okay, is this Psycho Doughboy? Yeah, this is Psycho Doughboy, yeah. right? Uh, or is this Mr. F? That's Mr. F. I'm sorry, it. So it's Mr. F, he's slipping you the bird. It's a big old picture of him. And his tongue looks like the swirly mountain from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, I want to draw Jack and <laughs> Sally on top of his tongue. That would be so cute. <laughs> okay, so it starts, and then, you know, uh, Mr. F is just talking about how he's Johnny's friend, and, like, it's very pretentious, and blah, 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 you're not my friend, and, like, somehow this leads to Johnny leaving the house, and he's actually in kind of a good mood. He's got a little wee t-shirt on. I love that sign in front of his house, keep off, it's impolite to walk on the dead. <laughs> it's 
pretty good. It's pretty good. How the fuck have the cops not, like, shown up to his Ooh, house yet? We're gonna get into that, because that I know. is a major plot point. It is! Oh, oh my god. Foreshadowing! <laughs> oh. So, before we continue, I must say, this is, um, for those of you that have read it, or for those of you that haven't yet, this is a really, um... This is this is a comic strip that stands out a lot. This is the one where Johnny uh, blows up the coffee shop. Yes. And so when we were um, going to school, we mentioned before that we went to the same junior college as Joan and Vasquez, and there's been a lot of speculation that this is based on uh, the coffee shop that was right across the street from our school, which kind of makes sense because I could totally picture that place being called Cafe Le Prick. To be honest with you. I was waiting for you to name drop the cafe. I was like, well, I'm going to say it if she doesn't. I'm going to say it if she doesn't. Thank you. Cafe Le Prick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say, I don't think Jonan was at De Anza College for that long. And I think people were just kind of bullshitting. Um, that Coffee Society, which was right across the street from De Anza, was the Johnny Coffee Shop. I think people just like to tell that as a story. It's not necessarily true. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, it doesn't necessarily look like it or anything, but... It... I mean, if anything, the street that Johnny's walking down here, it looks like it could be downtown. Yeah, it's probably downtown, but I mean, Cafe La Prick, I mean, Coffee Society might as well be like... Yes, the same actually, thing. I mean... Especially back in the day when, like, these coffee shops, it was before the Starbucks boom, yes. really. Um, so these coffee shops were really, like, places where people would gather socially, particularly goths and musicians and artists yes. and people who were being you know, hipsters. Had their heads, hipsters. They hipsters. had their heads up their butts, and yes, hipsters before hipster was a word. Yeah, or which, like, I do feel like the hipster vibe has been caught very well <laughs> in the drawings of these people who are yes. at the coffee shop. It's pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> um, oh, do we know what... So Johnny's wearing headphones, and he's yes. whistling. What's he listening to? Oh, de joy. Yes, I think that's very important before these events start to unfold, to know, to imagine in your head, oh, de joy playing. I think yes. that really helps improve the mood. No, it does. It really does. <laughs> and it also makes you, like, realize, oh, Jonan saw the professional. Nice. Wait, what? Well, because um, Gary Oldman's character in The Professional, he always listened to Beethoven while he was killing people. Really? Yeah. I've never seen <gasps> Oh, that's right. Betsy's never seen The Professional. Okay, well, I love that movie. It's Well, Leon I, the I Professional. Know, isn't he French? Is it Leon? Leon. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, if you, if you do ever end up watching it, you gotta see Leon the Professional, not the Professional. The Professional is like the American cut, and it's terrible. Leon the Professional is like oh. the the original cut, and it's a very good movie. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I. I mm. So yeah, so that him listening to Ode to Joy makes you think of the Professional. It just makes me think of Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> Before I saw the professional, that's what I thought. Like in high school, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's he he he's watched the Clockwork Orange. <laughs> but like, oh, DeJoy, it's such a good song for this. Yes, it's such a good choice. Okay, so yeah, he's walking down the street. It looks like it may or may not be in downtown San Jose. Who really knows? He's past an art gallery. There's a bunch of people hanging out outside. No park, okay. <laughs> um, and I think. What this person says to him is what causes this whole event to transpire. Oh, yeah. I it, don't think he planned necessarily going into this coffee shop. Well, no, he said he wasn't going to. He's, yeah. He's like, I was going to pass this. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry. And he was going to go to the dance club down the street. He was going to go to the dance club. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of want to see a dance club massacre, too. That just, would be fun. Just one really quick thing before we continue. I, I know I meant... Oh, wait, no, I didn't. I told you I was going to tell you something. Oh, yeah, tell That me I noticed something. that. So, um, I've been going back to the goth clubs recently, and I've been dancing around and having a good old time, you know, just, just here and there. And I noticed a new trend while I was. A new trend? Yeah, a new trend while I was swirling to Marianne. Marianne. <laughs> 
That's great. Um, I'm I'm happy for you, but I'm really intrigued by this new trend. Please tell okay. me. Because I am so out of touch with the club scene, and I never really want to go back. So you're going to have to tell me, because I'm not going to see it. Okay, so now the trend is you dance with one arm behind your back like we used to oh, yeah, back sure. in the days while you're swooping around. Sure, yeah. You have your cell phone, and you're a right Oh, dance, my God. And you text your friends. While you're dancing around. Oh my. With one God. arm behind your back. <laughs> no. There was, there was not one. There was two guys doing it. One oh was like, God. you know, he was a younger guy, probably in his 20s. The other guy was well over 40. Oh, there's no excuse for that. And it was just like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like. That. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. It's like you can't leave your phone alone for long enough just to what? like finish dancing to the damn song. You gotta dance with your phone. No more dancing with your drink, boys and girls. It's all about dancing while you're texting your friend. <laughs> dancing with my selfie. Whoa, oh, whoa. <laughs> oh my god. It was like so hilarious and like the the fact that they even bother to put one arm behind their back so that they're still kind of dancing, which I don't like the one arm behind your back trend anyway, but like, <laughs> one arm, left arm behind your back, right arm t texting your friend. It's like, why are you- While you're dancing. <laughs> commit to doing something. You why know? even go don't out? Don't just like, yeah, don't half-ass like being at a place- or texting your friend because you know you're giving neither of those activities your full attention. Right. It's you're like... just going to look like a massive tool who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing or she. It's like, you know, go to the table. <laughs> go to, get, Just get off the dance floor. You can text your friend there. I know, I'm not against texting. While, but, but that was just fucking ridiculous. And I like, was laughing so hard. A 40-year-old goth texting while dancing is just sheer buffoonery. That is sad. And he was dressed in the nines, too. Aww. You know, he had the nice coat. He had some. He had the nice pants, the nice boots. And he's just sitting there like a douche texting while he's dancing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's... What could be I so important? I should have guessed that that was happening. It's so fucking obvious, but no, that's... What's so important? Me. You're you're interrupting Sisters of Mercy. Really? And it's like, we know guys go to clubs to meet ladies. So, yes. like, are you hooking up over the phone or are you hooking up in a bar? You can't oh do both at the same time. Oh my time. god, maybe he's, like, dancing around <laughs> and shit and he's on Tinder. <laughs> <gasps> Because he wasn't, like, getting any game at the club, so now he's, like, on Tinder while he's dancing. I still want to get my goth on, but I also want to get, you know, some lady parts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Back That's to the... fantastic. Let's go back to these pricks in front of the cafe. Yes. Yeah. And I will say that something like this has happened to me where it's like, oh, no, I don't smoke. <laughs> and then you get mocked for it? Yes. Or, oh, yeah. Because the guy says, do you hear that pussies don't smoke? And Johnny's like, even with headphones, the highly sensitive asshole detecting gland functions. <laughs> I love the way Johnny just looks down at this guy, like, before. <laughs> yeah. It is just like, that's what you see before you die. <laughs> that face. <laughs> it's not the worst face to see. Oh my god. There we go again. Oh my god, it's not true. It's so not true. I'm gonna write fan fiction with you and Johnny. Ew! <laughs> it's going right on uh, fanfiction.net or wherever the kids no! do that now. But yeah, these, these guys in front of the cafe look completely greasy and disgusting. And there are some really like. I don't know, these drawings aren't that complicated. They're not that well rendered, but they capture. And you know who everyone is. Yes. Just by looking at their face. It's fun. That chick with the ponytail and the weird mole, she's a personal favorite in the corner. Oh my god. <laughs> I like the guy at the corner, though, with the pig nose, uh, or at, at the counter with the yeah. pig nose. And he's like, I will have, like, this really important coffee. Yeah, you can tell he's just making all kinds of, um, edits to his order that are just, and the, the guy behind the counter is just like, Jesus Christ, kill me. It's very good. It's very, very Oh my good. god, mocha thingy, espresso, coffee this, with a This is the coffee name. menu, yeah, it's good. Attitude, acquired taste. It's very cute. <sighs> anyway, so then Johnny gets on his, like, gets on a chair. 
which I'm a little impressed by because I've never been able to stand on a chair without falling on my ass. Well, he's very <laughs> small. He's dainty. What are you trying to say? What I mean is every person in this comic is a goddamn stick figure, so they don't have to worry about falling off of anything. I'm joking. (laughs) That was good. That was very good. Anyway, what, what is he saying, my darling? He's justifying what he's about to do. So he says, I am presently unsure as to how to separate those of you who have fed my growing distaste for mankind from those who thus far have not. However, it is with far more certainty I know that such a problem will not be factored into what I will share with all of you here tonight. So it's like another... <laughs> and his shirt says, oh dear. Yeah, he's got it's... a knife on it. And he's pulling a knife out of his backpack. So, I would like us to keep track of the various weapons... That are involved in this because it gets nuts. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and hint his reasons because even though he says I can't tell who's hurt me and who or who hasn't or who I hate and who doesn't, he gives a reason before he kills every single person. He gives some kind of bullshit reason. So. Yes. The first person he kills is the punk, right? Yes. Bam logo on his shirt. <laughs> you tried to trip me once. Decapitated. And then it says, inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) And then, how many knives are in this chick's mouth in the next part? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I see seven. Wait, eight. I saw an eighth one. There are eight knives jammed point first into this chick's mouth. And for what reason? You thought I was rude, so you told your boyfriend to beat me up. And then in really <laughs> tiny letters, it says a mouthful. Um, and he's also pointing at her with someone else's severed hand. Oh my god, I never <laughs> noticed that before! <laughs> you didn't? Oh my gosh, how have I never noticed that before? That's genius! He has little veins sticking out of the severed hand there, and it's point. he's using it to point at her. <laughs> Just adding insult to injury. You beach about equal treatment as a human being, but you and your friends laugh at me for the way I look. And the guy's got a butcher knife or meat cleaver in yeah, his, like in his face. Yeah, halfway into his face, which, by the way, you can't... Oh, and a fork! Yeah. Fork. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice the fork. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, you can't really equate being goth to being a different race, because you can take your black clothes off, but you can't take your skin off, so... Moving on? Yeah. Uh, the next <laughs> panel says... And I'm, not, I'm going to skip over this, the middle one, because I want to do that last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I you agree. know what this is a reference to? Your lazy eye disturbs me. And he's holding the eye by its retina there. Yes. Do you know what that's referencing? Wait a minute. Lazy eye. It sounds really familiar, mm-hmm. but I don't... Okay. Oh, oh, that, oh the Telltale Heart! Yeah! Yes! Oh my god! Come through with the Poe references. Yes! <laughs> I just always got sad because I'm like, I have an easy eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's Poe. Oh, I love it. That's Poe. That's a Poe shit there. Yep. Um, Johnny's then- a Poe boy. <laughs> <laughs> and not the sandwich. No, I'm getting, okay, anyway. Mmm, oh, Poe boy. Which one? Okay, I'll go to the next one on the right. Sure, sure, sure. You reacted to verbal abuse by degenerating into a submissive dork. Oh. Beethoven generally has this effect. Okay, so are there intestines? I can't really yeah, tell. Yeah, he's disemboweling him. I can't really him. tell what I'm looking at. It's kind of hard to see. He's disemboweling him, but the, the, the weapon used is not being shown. Did he just, like, reach in and grab his guts out of he his can't, belly? He can't do that. He's tiny. He can't get through all the muscle But he does tissue. have, like, sharp fingers. Mm-hmm. Oh Wait, I don't know why that made me go, mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. I <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> she doesn't know shit. <laughs> that is so harsh. You Look, react to verbal abuse by degenerating into a submissive dork. Look at the guy in the background. His head's not even fully drawn, and he's just like... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. It's like, where's the rest of my head? Where's my head? <laughs> And then the next panel is so gruesome. This knife is entering through the back of this dude's head and coming out of his mouth. And there's some really cool splatter. Oh, I hate your tie. I hate your tie. That was his crime. And Johnny's got his sharp little fingers, like, digging underneath that guy's lips. Yeah. It looks painful. It looks really painful, and I think that's a clever little detail. Wow, how is he strong enough? Look, he's actually ripping the guy's... 
mouth open. Like, oh, you can yeah. see that. How the hell is he strong enough to tear tissue like that? That's amazing. <laughs> that is fantabulous. Oh, Johnny's strong. So, <laughs> this is like some more 90s commentary here. Quit trying to bring back bell bottoms, and he's holding like her calves with <laughs> bell bottoms. <laughs> I had bell. I I was so into bell bottoms in too. high school. Oh my god! Like I was too. I mean, it was all the. It's kind of like how all jeans are skinny jeans now. All jeans were bell bottoms back then. That's just how it was. Like they were trying to bring back sixties fashion. I'm just yeah, bell bottoms and a band shirt and a flannel. It was a very like mixed up look, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute in the moment. <laughs> And then this guy getting his throat cut. Excessive violence is funny, no? No. Yeah, and there's a guy getting his head cut off, and Johnny's just like, blow your nose, you pig! He's like, <laughs> prying open his eye with his pinky, again with the little sharp- Ew, ew! The, the sharp, his little sharp fingers are just digging in. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's like his fingers become a weapon. Okay. Now this, this last pit, or, oh, do you want to go to the circle The center, the, the center. center. Okay, I have a question. Do you know what my question is? Why is there beans? Because that's coffee beans, <laughs> uh, no! not bean beans. What the fuck is he using as a weapon here? It's like a hook at the end of a really long pole. No, they look like ropes. Oh, kind of like maybe what Pinhead uses, you know, like when the, the meat hooks just come out. Where did these come from? Where do they come from in Hellraiser? They just fly out everywhere. Right, but Johnny's not like, well, maybe he is a little supernatural. I don't know, that's in dispute. But where the fuck was he keeping them? Up his buddy butt. He doesn't have a butt. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> well, yeah, he's saying smiles, everybody smiles. I think, I think these hooks are an excuse to just, like, draw something sharp going into somebody's soft face. Oh, yeah. Parts. I mean, like, look, there's a guy with a knife just sticking out of his <laughs> head, out the top of his head while he's running away in terror. Like, where did Johnny keep any of, like, all these knives and these but hooks? What even, and... are, what even are these weapons? I'm just so confused. I don't know. But um, notice, he doesn't, and it's not until he, to the hate your tie part that he uses his famous smiley face Yeah, knife. his signature knife. <laughs> So the last panel on this page is important because this is what's referring back to um, the story about Debbie. <gasps> it's the same guy. It's the same guy. And it's he's... the guy who had shit in his pants. Yes. This is important to, for later because she will mention. <laughs> well, yeah, and it says in the next panel on the next page. Oh. Below the um the, the balloon. Somebody put shit in my pants, which is from that comic. <laughs> Poor guy, he um, just can't get a break. Can somebody give me some toilet paper? At least he made it to the bathroom this time. You should have checked before you went! <laughs> somebody put shit in my pants. <laughs> and then Debbie does mention him later in the book. Yeah. I like how his legs and, like, the pants with the pants Oh my god, yeah, they just, just fly got flying. Out, out of the bathroom. The legs are only attached by the pants. It's pretty good. Oh my god. So, um, on Johnny's shirt, like, the message is always changing. Yes. The panel, it's kind of like a magical changing shirt. Um, and... Why does it say you broke my heart on the, on the pants? I don't know. Maybe Shit and Pants Man had his heart broken or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, in the next panel, he's panting because he's done a lot of killing and he's tired. He's going pant, pant, pant. And his shirt says, shoo, shoo, shoo. Yeah, I don't get it. Because pants. Pants and shoes. Oh! <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so, it's so stupid. <laughs> I love the guy with the big knife in his head on that panel. And there's like, he, there's a toilet behind him. <laughs> oh, there's so much. So much. There's so much chaos happening here. It's so good. There's people with eyeballs hanging out of their skulls by the retina. There's like bloody feet hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Like, where the hell did those come from? Yeah, oh, and he threw the, a pipe bomb into the bathroom, which is why everything's all exploded now. Yes. Um, it looks like he had a pipe bomb in his backpack with him. Yes. Is this the first time Johnny's used explosives? Um, I believe so. Yeah. So, something about whatever mood he's in, and with the Ode to Joy, is like, there's explosions. And in, in addition to stabbing and disemboweling and that normal stuff. Yes. So, sorry if that's making weird noise. Oh, sorry. We were hitting. We were scraping some styrofoam, folks. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so here's something we're going to have to explain to the children about how CDs skip. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> there's these things called CDs, and, like, Johnny is listening to a CD through what we call the Discman. It's like a Walkman, but Walkmans were for tapes, which, ask your parents what tapes are, or your grandparents, <laughs> but CDs... You had a disc man, and you put the disc in this, and it would play the CD, and you could listen to it on your headphones. And at one point, uh, this, I think it's a lady. Yes. Says, it sees Johnny pause, and she's like, look, he's stopping. Maybe he's realizing the horrors he's just committed. But no, the CD was just skipping, and Johnny was waiting for the music to come back <laughs> yeah. on. And then the lady gets hit by a, a disemboweled head. <laughs> With a knife through it. <laughs> it's really funny looking. <laughs> and I mean, I feel that, that that was some annoying shit when your CD would skip. And it, Oh, and the panel says, no, he's when he's saying that his CD skipping, it even says in the background, even with shock protection. <laughs> now, shock protection was, oh God. like, if you were walking around or you're jogging or you dropped it, like, your CD, would, your disc man would be less likely to skip. Because of this shock protection, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, whenever I tried to run with my disc, man, that shit would skip so badly. It Thank God for the terrible. iPod. I know. But the iPod's another story for another day. <laughs> and that concludes, um... We're not quite done yet. No, no, but that concludes uh, this episode of, um, Ancient Technology. <laughs> <laughs> That's different from Ancient Aliens. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to say technology, but technology. <laughs> you think you're cool because you work at a cafe. Oh my god, and that's so the true. poor barista. Yeah, <laughs> I knew so many guys in high school. They're like, oh yeah, I work at this coffee shop, and it's like, whatever. As though it's somehow better than other retail jobs. Like, I don't want to make coffee. I don't for think that job has that anymore. Because Starbucks are everywhere, I don't think it's perceived as cool to work at a cafe. Ugh, I wouldn't want to work at Starbucks. Unless it's like a special hipster cafe. I don't know. Yeah, but even those are dying because Starbucks. <laughs> like, both coffee societies are actually closed now, so. Yep. Oh, and in the next panel, Johnny's actually using a tool. He's used a coffee cup to kill the uh, barista, but he uses a hammer. Yeah, to kill the, the, the lady. I think it's a lady. Yeah, this is a gruesome, like, he has, I think, pried her eye out of its socket, and there's just this splatter. This intense yeah, he, spraying splatter. You gotta hand it to Johnny. At least he's, even when he's using tools, he's being creative. He didn't hit her with, like, the flat part of the hammer. He hit her with the pointy part that you use to pry out the nails. Yeah, he went for that eyeball. Yeah, he gouged it. Okay, you want to read his closing spiel? And so, irritants, it is with this that I leave you. You are spared so that I can think of, you are spared so that you can think of what it really is to live in a world that in, in engenders. Oh God, I can barely read this writing. <laughs> this this font is terrible. That engenders a pain a a pain for which there is no comfort. Here is your product. You have the rest of your lives to think of this. And I suggest you think quickly, for a long life is never a guarantee. And then he bolts out of there. <laughs> yeah, and the sign above the door says, no attitude, no service. Pretty good. Ah! Pretty, good. Pretty good. Okay, and here is, there's some kind of larger bomb. I don't know what kind of, I don't know about bombs, so i not Well, really this sure. is just like a backpack bomb, and it's got a detonator on it with some batteries, and it says, like, you don't actually see the bomb itself. You just see, like, the detonator. Right, yeah. Okay, thank you. And it's about to go, and it's, like, got three seconds on it. It's like, beep, beep, beep. And people are looking at it like, <gasps> Oh, and the name of the bomb is Mr. Shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got this tiny logo on it. And then, boom. And there's bare feet again with a knife going through the leg. Ah, I didn't notice that. Oh, my and God. And an good shit. And a bagel. Where's the bagel? Oh, that's right there. Ah! <laughs> and a bagel. <laughs> All the shit's flying everywhere. And then Johnny is like leaping, bounding. He's bounding merrily down the street. And the chorus swells, and you can just kind of hear. <laughs> and it says, Thank you, Ludwig, next to Finn. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. And that was the coffee shop massacre. Yes.
Okay, so for this next part of book three, um, or part three, whatever. Yeah, the title of it is A Bad Person. Oh, I didn't notice it. Yeah, the title title. is Vertical. Oh, shit. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. It says JTHM, and then it says, such a lovely smile. Yes. Oh, my God. The date underneath his signature, 95. 1995. Oh, my God. Yeah, I wasn't reading this in 95. I didn't read this until, like, 98? Maybe 99. Probably 99. So, (laughs) yeah, I feel like we've gone from a coffee shop full of really shitty people to a mall full of really shitty people. He's like, well, first of all, Happy Noodle Boy's there. And and a one-eyed granny. Oh, the one-eyed granny, which is cute. <laughs> and then, what is up with that person? Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, there's a guy throwing a baby. Yeah, there's a guy. I never noticed that before. Throwing a baby that's barreling towards this person who has, like, a crazy look on her face. I think maybe the baby's going to fall into her stroller or something. Oh, maybe. Oh, I think this is Jonan. Yeah, there's Jonan right Jonan's behind right there. there. Yeah, that's yeah. him. It's and, gotta be him. And there's a bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, it says shit on it. Yeah. That's so funny that Jonan's right, right there, right in the middle, practically. Of this. Yeah, I never noticed he was there, but you can tell because that's how he draws himself. Yeah. He's all short. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in this mall, and none of it's good. Unfortunately, and, little Squee. Oh God, yeah, he's yell- screaming for his mommy, mm-hmm. and he's obviously really scared. And then behind him is a comic book store that's called Comics that start with X. I never noticed that. Yeah, either. which is how it was in the nineties. Like the X Men, all X Men. The X Men were the shit. The X Men drawn by Rob Liefeld, and it looked like literal shit. And I love this drawing of Squee here holding his teddy bear. This is another panel that I tried to replicate. Uh, when I was drawing, because I just, I love how he looks there. It's very, it's very him. Yeah, he's so insecure, poor little baby. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Oh my god, but this was 95? Like, Squeeze, like, maybe in his 20s now. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts about how he may or may not have grown up, but oh. I think that's probably another story for another time. Like, this next panel is terrifying. It scares me, because what it does, because of the point of view, is it puts you in Squeeze's position as a child being approached by a strange, creepy adult. Yes. And I think every kid has had an encounter kind of like that. Oh, yeah. And it just, it puts you back in that kind of moment. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know this is just a comic and whatever, but it's really fucking scary. (laughs) Yes. It's, it's, ugh. It's the sense of impending horribleness, right? Yes. And there's just enough, like, like his head is in shadow, but his glasses are light. And he's wearing a Scumby shirt. Yeah, Scumby is, is like a repeated thing in the Jonanverse, but he looks extra disgusting here. Because you can just tell this guy's a pedophile, <laughs> even though you haven't seen his face yet. And I think that's something Jonah just captured with his art and with his angle. And now I have the Gumby theme song playing through my head. Yeah, you are, like, the only one who remembers that. (laughs) (laughs) No one else remembers the goddamn Gumby theme song. (laughs) He's here, and he'll be sure to stay. I'm creeped out. Stop. Stop. Or we don't. Scumby. (laughs) I don't want him to be here. Okay, this is just gonna get even more unsettling and gross, so if you don't like listening to creepy things happening to kids, I don't know, maybe skip it. But... I will say that how the conversation, like, what what the guy is saying to Squee, and, like, how he reacts when he learns Squee's name. Yeah. It's very real, and it's really scary. Yeah, I mean, it feels, this this scumbag feels like a real scumbag, okay? He's not like a fantasy douchebag. He's a real-life creepy person. Um, yeah, which I think was the intent, and I think that was achieved. God, like, I can almost smell him. Like, yes, you, you can like just yes. smell the bo oh. and Ugh. Ugh. um, <laughs> oh, poor little Squee. My mom, I can't find my mom. This place is scary. Everyone has bags. What's in all those bags? Squee. <laughs> he just makes that noise. <laughs> poor kid, <laughs> and he's more scared of the bags than of the stranger at this point. <laughs> Um, uh, just the way the guy, like, he's biting his lip. 
Yeah, this is gross. He's just like, oh. The expression on his face is unsettling. Um, and he's like, he's luring, luring Squee away by saying, like, I know where your mom is. Um, <sighs> and then Squee, was... Squee does his best. He says he's not supposed to talk to strangers. But, you know, the guy's way bigger than him and drags yeah. him off. I always picture that this guy kind of sounds like uh, Rodney Dangerfield's character from Nat- Natural Born Killers. Ew. I know. Like, wait, like, what does that sound like? Oh, gosh, I don't know, like... You know, you know, like how Rodney Dangerfield always sounds kind of goofy, like "Oh, I get no yeah. respect," but it's like more like, more like, "Whoa, calm down, kid. I'll help you. I know where your mom is. Ew. Yeah, I know where she is. Ew. Oh, sure you can. Uh, like, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers." He's like, "Oh, sure you can, kid. Not everyone's a bad person. Come Ooh, on. Yeah. I'll take you to your mom." And Ugh. then like takes him through the fucking fire. Like, where is security? Where is anybody? And why isn't Squee, like, uh, when you're in this situation, you you need to be taught to scream, to kick, to yell. He didn't scream. No one gave a shit. He said, oh, Squee. that's true. Like, oh. <laughs> have you seen the kind of shit people are doing in this mall? No one cares. You're right. Someone no one cares about, about a screaming kid. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's part of what allows creepers like this to exist, is no one caring. So, so why did Jonah draw himself in a mall? He, I mean, he probably doesn't like the mall. Uh, no. Probably not. Just a cameo. <laughs> I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Back to the grossness at hand. And, yeah. Oh, God. Like, oh. he drags him through the fire exit behind the mall, like, fittingly right next to a dumpster, because this guy is trash. And and he's like, oh, your mother will be here in a little while. She told me she'd be here. Yeah, we'll just wait. And his poor, poor kid. Well, since I helped you. Oh, no, God! Don't you want to do something nice for me? Ew! Something something while we wait for your mom? So (laughs) gross. Oh, there's a fly on his head. Ew! I never (laughs) noticed that before! There's, like, a nasty fly, like, right on his head. This is so disgusting. He's so nasty. Even in Jonan comics, I get no respect. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, I I will... You know, I always hated Roddy Dangerfield, and now I hate him even more, so thank you. No, he's funny! He's not funny. Yeah, see, Back to School was hilarious. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Disagree. Rover Dangerfield had its moments. I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, anyway. Yeah, the creeper is getting creepier and tells, tells Squee to just, just close your eyes and stay quiet. Okay, okay, little boy. And then Squee, we, this is how we find out Squee's name. Yes. He just says Todd. And for some reason, like, I want to cry when he says his well, name. Look how big his eyes are. He's like, Todd. He's <laughs> like, oh my god, you poor kid. This is how we find out your name is right before you're about to get bad touched by a gross creeper. Ugh. But then he, like, d- this snaps the, the pedo guy who's like, what? I didn't want to know your name. Why did you have to tell me your name? It's like it ruined it for him. Uh, well, yeah, because now it's like Squee's actually a person now. He's not just a... Something to molest. Yeah. It's really sad, actually. It's freaky. But, like, this whole setup, as unsettling and gross as it is, it paves the way for what happens next, so that it can feel justified. Um, so, (laughs) he he gets his head smashed in with a pipe coming from nowhere, and of course it's Johnny. The molester, not Squeeze. Yeah. Squeeze very much alive. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Johnny has, like, come to the rescue here. Oh, and he's wearing his little shorts! Oh, Yeah, I really like the way that Johnny, he comes in after having hit the guy, and he hides the pipe behind his back, because he knows that it would scare Todd, and he's just kind of leaning down and kind of looking at him with this, like, Todd, I like Squee better. I like, I love, I love it when Johnny and Squee interact. It's very... I know! It's weirdly heartwarming. It is! <laughs> and it's like, why bother hiding the pipe? When you're not going to hide what's going to happen next. <laughs> because, you know, it's just, it's a Johnny thing. I don't know. Um, the next part is like an extended rant. Ooh. And it follows um, his train of logic for what he's about to do. Um, and Johnny's standing there, like, using the pipe that he just bashed this guy's head in. He's using it for a cane. He's kind of leaning forward on it. You know, <laughs> it's very dapper. And- <laughs> And he's got the little shorts. And, and he has a... <laughs> Wait a minute. 
Does Johnny have a magical murder bag? Is that what's, ah! what I'm looking at here? Well, it's a black bag, but it he's could got, be like, a this magic doctor, murder bag. He's never had a doctor's bag before. Suddenly he does, and he takes out his special knife with the face on it, which is used for special occasions. Yes. And his reasoning is he doesn't want Squee to see this gross, creepy man as a monster. He wants Squee to see him as a human being so yes. that he won't be scared. And he's going to prove it. The, oh. the, the observe and I'll prove it line, that's another panel that I drew. Oh my gosh, because <laughs> I love the, pointy the, finger. the way his eyes are. Like, one is an oval and one is a giant-ass sphere, and it's just so good. <laughs> I love it. I like how Jonan didn't, like, completely erase the text. And then, like, he wrote what? over it. Like, if you oh look my god, it, I never noticed that. His sketch, his sketch of the text is still behind there. He never erased it. Can you imagine this motherfucker, like, writing each word by hand? Oh my god, yeah. How... I don't know. That's insane. But I like that. It's like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a labor of love. But yeah. it's just, it almost sound, seems like causing yourself unnecessary pain. Like, couldn't you oh, maybe. do an easier way? I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Not at back this point. then. They didn't really yeah. have, like. He was, I yeah. guess, just using what he had. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love how he calls this guy a flaw. He, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't say you're a flaw. He just says you flaw. Yeah, you flaw. <laughs> At least I'm under the delusion of doing something productive. And this is how Johnny distinguishes himself from other killers and rationalizes it with, like, I'm, you know, I know I'm broken, but at least I'm not broken in a gross way like you are. Yeah. And he's mentioned that before, too. Like, yeah. Even, like, when he was, like, in that one comic that you and me don't like where he killed that girl because she was so pretty, you know? Yeah. And he says, like, oh, you know, you might be beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, I'm, I'm... And then he realizes he's, uh, he's like, on the inside, I'm pretty fucking ugly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But again, he was trying to make himself better, and then he realizes, like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, his, his rationalization doesn't take him very far. Nope. Um, but he's not done with his object lesson here, because he's like, see... Bones and tissue, tubes and fat, all sustained by blood. Nothing more than a poorly tended machine. He is, he just cut this dude's hand off. And threw it in in front of Squee. Where's... What kind of sound would that make? Because it says insert sound effect for the cutting off of the hand. What sound I don't, would go there? I don't know, but when it falls down on the ground, it says bloop. <laughs> so maybe it would be like, 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 I don't know. Ugh. So like. Oh, like yeah, maybe it's like. Yeah, <laughs> when the hand gets cut off. Just a tiny squeaky fart. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the sound effect that I am going to insert. I accept it. Okay. Um. Um. This is when it gets really gross. It's really gross. Um. But in a way, I really love this. Yes. And I I have no idea what he's using to pry open this guy's skull so that his brain is exposed. Um, it, it's like, like a couple, I forget what those were used for, but it's like a couple hooks on a handle. Yeah. It's, it, they look It's very... a ninja thing. It's oh, a ninja okay. weapon of some kind. Okay. Um, so yeah. He cracks his head open and his brain is exposed and he's explaining that, like, how, how, how his brain, how this pedophile's brain is disgusting. Um... <laughs> the next panel is Seth squeezing oh God, no. out about the brain that's you have a thing about brains, don't you? Yes, I don't like Are brains. you really bothered by this? No, what? this is a drawing, it's different. Oh, okay. It's... Like brains in a movie though, like it's like you know. Okay. So... But you gotta love what he says here. Yeah. It has a brain fueled by the blood that races heavily in times of grotesquely heightened desires and vices. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> Oh, and it's making a crick sound. You know, that's the skull cracking. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, and then, like, poor Squee is just like, I don't know why he hasn't run away yet. He's just standing there, flailing wildly. wildly. He's in shock. He's seeing a dude's brain. I like how sh I like how Smee is, like, kind of floating. Because <laughs> he, oh like, my dropped God, him. He is, and yeah. <laughs> he dropped him. The teddy bear's just in midair there. There we go. All right. Oh, and it's a snap crackle. And then you're thinking pop now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the next panel, like how happy Johnny looks while he's ripping yeah. this guy's head open. Yeah. 
Yeah, and here he's trying to explain to Squee that Squee can feel superior to this guy because he Squee is not as messed up as this gross guy is. And then he just kind of like in a very visceral way that I really love. Yes. Rips the brain out of this guy's head. It's like this is all black and white, pen and ink, but it's so very graphic. <sighs> and I, I don't know. I kind of love it. I love that he lifts the brain high above his head, <laughs> triumphantly splats it against the wall. <laughs> 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 I don't know, there's something really satisfying about I this know, to me. I know, but it's just, oh, it's... Because oh. pedophiles are gross. And there's something satisfying about watching a very graphic visual portrayal of having one's brain ripped out and thrown against the wall. I don't know. There's just something about it that is <laughs> satisfying. Parents, don't get upset. It's a fake brain. A gelatin mixture was poured into a brain-shaped mold. We then filled it with the blood of a homeless man. No one will miss him. <laughs> Oh my god. Some more director's commentary. <laughs> and then Johnny just negates everything he said before, because why wouldn't he? That's his signature oh, move. Oh, well, I guess these are just my opinions. <laughs> um, really, I guess you should assume everyone's speaking out of some external influence and believe in whatever makes sense to you. Honestly, I say the same thing to kids all the damn time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say this, almost this exact thing. <laughs> Like, figure out the truth for yourself. No one can do that for you. And then he realizes that it's it was pointless to kill that guy. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Squee. He's just standing there covered in blood and freaking out. And it says you can hear his mind snapping. <laughs> yep, um... Um, well, you better get going. It's Tuesday, you know what that means. UFOs! And then he just... Run! Run! And, just, and then we just see Squee, who's basically just a mouth and eyeballs at this point. Just booking it down the street. No nose. No. Oh, there's a tiny nose, but <laughs> his feet look so rectangular. Why are they so his square? Feet are so rectangular. <laughs> like, flop, flop. <laughs> my feet have turned into blocks of wood. Oh no! Eee. Oh my god. Why is it said 107 a? It says one under end. It says 107 a.m. Yeah, sometimes. Must have been when John. Yeah, sometimes. When John finished it. Sometimes he makes little notes about the time that he made things in. Um, and it'll be like 4 a.m., 1 a.m., oh, 2 a.m. Sometimes he'll do that, yeah. Hey, Spooky Mail here. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in to the next episode where we will continue our study of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac Part 3 and then dive into Part 4. Should be a spooky good time. Bye!